Today is August the 29th, 2022. Welcome to A Lamp and a Light. I'm Melissa, and I am so glad that we are here at the beginning of this work week to get into the Word and read the one-year Bible. And of course, we're reading in the King James Version. God has good things for us this week. He has good things for us this day. Even for this next moment, He has good things planned for us. All His plans are good. Promises are true. And every promise that we read, isn't it amazing that every promise that we read here today is a true word and it will come to pass if it hasn't already come to pass in our lives. So let's just get into the word. Let's build up our faith. Let's be changed today from glory to glory as we read his holy word. God, we just come before you and we just ask you, Lord, to bless the reading of this word today. God, we ask you to give us instruction. We ask you to give us correction, God. We ask you to encourage us and we ask you, Lord, to grow us up. Help us to mature in you, Lord. We want to be mature Christians, God. We want to know what it is to walk like Jesus walked. And we want to walk so close to him that there is no difference in the day between the spiritual and the natural because it's all one. God, I pray, God, that you help us to have eyes to see you, ears to hear you, God, and a heart to receive everything that you have for us, God. Not to pick and choose any of it, but to take it all and we'll give you the glory, honor, and praise for everything you do today in our lives and through our lives. In Jesus' precious and holy name, we pray. Amen. Job 31.1-33.33 I have made a covenant with mine eyes. Why then should I think upon a maid? For what portion of God is there from above, and what inheritance of the Almighty from on high? Is not destruction to the wicked, and a strange punishment to the workers of iniquity? Doth not he see my ways, and count all my steps? If I have walked with vanity, or if my foot hath hasted to deceit, let me be weighed in an even balance, that God may know mine integrity. If my steps have turned out of the way, and mine heart walked after mine eyes, and if any blot hath cleaved to mine hands, then let me sow and let another eat. Yea, let my offspring be rooted out. If man, if mine heart have been deceived by a woman, or if I have laid wait at my neighbor's door, then let my wife grind unto another, and let others bow down, bow down upon her. For this is a heinous crime. Yea, it is an iniquity to be punished by the judges. For it is a fire that consumeth to destruction, and would root out all mine increase. If I did despise the cause of my my manservant, or of my maidservant, when they contended with me. What then shall I do when God rises up? When he visiteth, what shall I answer him? Did not he that made me in the womb make him? And did not one fashion us in the womb? If I have withheld the poor from their desires, or have caused the eyes of the widow to fail, or have eaten my morsel myself alone, and the fatherless have not eaten thereof, for from my youth he was brought up with me, as with a father, and I have guided her from my mother's womb. If I have seen any perish for want of clothing, or any poor without covering, if his loins have not blessed me, and if he were not warmed with fleece of my sheep, 
if I have lifted up my hand against the fatherless when I saw my help in the gate, then let mine arm fall from my shoulder blade and mine arm be broken from the bone. For destruction from God was a terror to me, and by reason of his highness I could not endure. If I had made gold my hope, or have said to the fine gold, Thou art my confidence, if I have rejoiced because my wealth was great, and because mine hand had gotten much, if I beheld the sun when it shined, or the moon walking in brightness, and my heart hath seemed secretly been secretly enticed, or my mouth hath kissed my hand, this also were an iniquity to be punished by the judge, for I should have denied the God that was above. If I rejoiced at the destruction of him that hated me, or lifted up myself when evil found him, neither have I suffered my mouth to sin by wishing a curse to his soul. If the men of my tabernacle said not, Oh, that we had his flesh, we cannot be satisfied. The stranger did not lodge in the street, but I opened my doors to the traveler. If I covered my transgressions by, as Adam by hiding my iniquity in my bosom, did I fear a great multitude, or did the contempt of families terrify me, that I kept silence and went not out of the door? Oh, that one would hear me. Behold, my desire is that the Almighty would answer me, and that mine adversary had written a book. Surely I would take it upon my shoulder and bind it as a crown to me. I would declare unto him the number of my steps, as a prince would I go near unto him. If my land cry against me, or that the furrows, Likewise, therefore, complain, if I have eaten the fruit thereof without money, or have caused the owners thereof to lose their life, let thistles grow instead of wheat, and cockles instead of barley. The words of Job are ended. So these three men ceased to answer Job, because he was righteous in his own eyes. Then was kindled the wrath of Elihu, the son of Baruchel, the Buzite, of the kindred of Ram, against Job, was his wrath kindled, because he justified himself rather than God. Also against his three friends was his wrath kindled, because they had found no answer, and yet had condemned Job. Now Elihu, who waited till Job had spoken, because they were elder than he, when Elihu saw that there was no answer in the mouth of these three men, then his wrath was kindled. And Elihu, the son of Barucho, the Buzite, answered and said, I am young and year old, very old, Wherefore I was afraid, and durst not show mine, you my opinion. I said, Days should speak, and multitude of years should teach wisdom. But there is a spirit in man, and the inspiration of the Almighty giveth them understanding. Great men are not always wise, neither do the aged understand judgment. Therefore I said, Hearken to me, I also will show mine opinion. Behold, I waited for your words, I gave ear to your reason, whilst ye searched out what to say. Yea, I attended, I attended unto you, and behold, there was none of you that convinced Job or that answered his words, lest ye should say, We have found out wisdom. God thrusteth him down, not man. Now he hath not directed his words against me, neither will I answer him with your speeches. They were amazed, and they answered no more. They left off speaking. When I had waited, for they spake not, but stood still and answered no more, I said, I will answer also my part. I will also will show mine own opinion. For I am full of matter. The spirit within me constraineth me. Behold, my belly is as wine which hath no vent. It is ready to burst like new bottles. 
I will speak that I may be refreshed. I will open my lips and answer. Let me not, I pray you, accept any man's person. Neither let me give flattering titles unto man, for I know not to give flattering titles. In so doing, my Maker would soon take me away. Wherefore, Job, I pray thee, hear my speeches and hearken to all my words. Behold, now I have opened my mouth, my tongue hath spoken in my mouth. My words shall be of the uprightness of my heart, and my lips will utter knowledge clearly. The Spirit of God hath made me, and the breath of the Almighty given me life. If thou canst answer me, set thy words in order before me. Stand up. Behold, I am according to thy wish in the God's stead. I also am formed out of the clay. Behold, my terrors shall not make thee afraid, neither shall my hand be heavy upon thee. Surely thou hast spoken in mine hearing, and I have heard the voice of thy word, saying, I am clean without transgression, I am innocent, neither is there iniquity in me. Behold, he findeth occasion against me, he counteth me for his enemy. He putteth my feet in the stocks, he marketh all my paths. Behold, in this thou art not just. I will answer thee that God is greater than man. Why dost thou, thou strive against him? For he giveth not account of any of his matters. For God speaketh once, yea, twice, yet man perceiveth it not. In a dream, in a vision of the night, when deep sleep falleth upon man, and slumberings upon the bed, then he openeth the ears of men, and sealeth their instruction, that they may withdraw man from his purpose, and hide pride from man. He keepeth back his soul from the pit, and his life from perishing by the sword. He chasteneth also with the pain upon his bed, and the multitude of his bones with strong pain, so that his life abhorreth, abhorreth bread, and his soul dainty meat. His flesh is consumed away that it cannot be seen, and his bones that were not seen stick out. Yea, his soul draweth near unto the grave, and his life to the destroyers. If there be a messenger with him, an interpreter, one among a thousand, to show unto man his uprightness, then he is gracious unto him, and saith, Deliver him from going down to the pit. I have found a ransom. His flesh shall be fresher than a child's, he shall return to the days of his youth. He shall pray unto God, and he will be favorable unto him. And he shall see his face with joy, for he will render unto man his righteousness. He looketh upon man, and if any say, I have sinned, and perverted that which was right, and it profited him not, he will deliver his soul from going into the pit, and his life shall see the light. Though all these things worketh God, oftentimes with man." to bring back his soul from the pit, to be enlightened with the light of his of the living. Mark well, O Job, hearken unto me. Hold thy peace, and I will speak. If thou hast anything to say, answer me. Speak, for I desire to justify thee. If not, hearken unto me. Hold thy peace, and I will teach thee wisdom. Second Corinthians 3, 1-18 Do we, Paul and his co-workers, Begin again to commend ourselves, or need we, as some others, epistles of commendation or letters of commendation from you? Ye are our epistle, written in our hearts, known and read of all men. For as much as ye are manifestly declared to be the epistle of Christ, ministered by us, written not with ink, but with the Spirit of the living God, not in tables of stone, but in fleshly tables of the heart, and such trust have we through Christ to Godward. 
Not that we are sufficient of ourselves to think anything as of ourselves, but our sufficiency is of God, who also hath made us able ministers of New Testament, not of the letter, but of the Spirit. For the letter killeth, but the Spirit giveth life. But if the ministration of death written and engraven in stone was glorious, so that the children of Israel could not steadfastly behold the face of Moses for the glory of his countenance, which glory was to be done away. How shall not the ministration of the Spirit be get rather glorious? For if the ministration of condemnation be glory, much more doth the ministration of righteousness exceed glory. For even that which was made glorious had no glory in this respect, by reason of the glory that excelleth. For if that which was done away with, done away was glorious, much more that which remaineth is glorious." See then that we have such hope, we use great plainness of speech, and not as Moses which put a veil over his face that the children of Israel could not steadfastly look to the end of that which is abolished, but their minds were blinded, for until this day remaineth the same veil untaken away in the reading of the Old Testament, which veil is done away in Christ. But even unto this day when Moses is read, the veil is upon their heart. Nevertheless, when it shall turn to the Lord, the veil shall be taken away. Now the Lord is that Spirit, and where the Spirit of the Lord is, there is liberty. But we all, with open face, beholding as in a glass, the glory of the Lord, are changed into the same image from glory to glory, even as by the Spirit of the Lord. Psalm 43, 1-5 Judge me, O God, and plead my cause against any ungodly nation. O deliver me from the deceitful and unjust man. For thou art the God of my strength. Why dost thou cast me off? Why go I mourning because of the impression of the enemy? O send out thy light and thy truth. Let them lead me. Let them bring me into the holy hill and to thy tabernacles. Then will I go into the altar of God, unto God my exceeding joy. Yea, upon the harp will I praise thee. O God, my God, why art thou cast down, O my soul, and why art thou disquieted within me? Hope in God, for I shall yet praise him, who is the health of my countenance and my God. Proverbs 22, 8-9 He that soweth iniquity shall reap vanity, and the rod of his anger shall fail. He that hath a bountiful eye shall be blessed, for he giveth of his bread to the poor. The passage that struck my heart today was in 2 Corinthians, where it's talking about that the minds were blinded. Paul says their minds were blinded, for unto this day remaineth the same veil, untaken away in the reading of the Old Testament. These people, they could not understand as the Old Testament was being read to them because they had a veil over their minds and their minds were blinded. And that veil was also over the heart. But the verse 15 goes on to say, But even unto this day, when Moses is read, the veil is upon their heart. Even today, as we're reading the word, some people cannot understand, have no understanding of it. It's just confusion to them because their minds are blinded and there's a veil over their heart. And verse 16 goes on to say how that veil is taken away. And it says, nevertheless, when it shall turn to the Lord, when a heart shall turn to the Lord, 
the veil is taken away. When we turn to the Lord, when we accept Jesus as our Savior, and we allow the Holy Spirit to come into our lives, and we yield to Him that He would guide us and teach us, that veil is taken away. When we read our verses today, when we read these passages, and we ask the Holy Spirit to help us, He promises to teach us, and He will teach us. All of His promises are true. Remember we said that at the beginning. So when we turn to the Lord, that veil is taken away. Our minds are no longer blinded and we can understand this word. That thought is just amazing because sometimes we blame people because they cannot understand this word, but their minds are blinded unless they've turned to the Lord. They cannot understand it. But you know what? When we've turned to the Lord, we can understand it. And that is why we get into this word every single day that we would understand it and that God can do a work in our hearts and that he can teach us because the Holy Spirit teaches us. He doesn't just plop it into our minds and our hearts. He teaches us as we do our part to draw closer to him. The Bible says as we draw closer to him, he will draw closer to us. As we seek him, he will draw closer. And that is how we'll change from glory to glory. So God, I just thank you for this word and these promises, God, that you will change us from glory to glory as we turn to you. That veil is open and we're not blinded, God. So we thank you, God, that you've taught us today. We thank you that you have shown us something of yourself, that you have given us some understanding, that you have given us some wisdom, and that you have shown us this truth. That when we turn to you, our minds are not blinded. Thank you, Lord. We give you the glory. We give you the honor. We give you the praise today. May the Lord be magnified. May the Lord be magnified. In Jesus' holy and precious name, amen.